5G, transhumanism, godlike entities colonizing us down to our biology and the fabric of our mind, and this book. I'm going to get into this book. It's called Krivta, The God Tricks Against the Matrix by Anna Retort. She is talking about stuff that I myself and Max Egan were talking about on some of our global speaking tours many years ago, more than a decade ago. I was speaking about many of these things in Esoteric Agenda, and I was speaking about it in a way that technology and the powers that be are looking to create a synthetic god. The UFO has landed. What we call technology is the slow succession of us coming to understand and build the technology and the literal infrastructure and retrofitting our environment in order to let them off the UFO and into our world. We don't get what we're looking at, but the UFO has already landed. And we are magicians. God is in us and in that thing that we call other. We are not in trouble. We are making this happen. Let's listen to the lesson. Smash that like button, comment below, share the video out far and wide, subscribe to the channel, and get ready for this microdose of infinity. Back to Waking Infinity News. I'm your host, Ben Stewart. Yes, today I'm going to drop some technocratic, post human, futuristic conspiracy theories, and I'm going to drop them like they're hot. So, we're talking about technology today. My concept is the UFO has already landed. We simply don't understand or comprehend what it is that we're looking at yet. Did you hear the story about the indigenous who saw boats coming up over the horizon and they simply said, it looks like there's this odd cloud coming directly for us because they couldn't conceptualize what it was they were looking at. I think that's kind of BS, personally. I think they knew what boats looked like, and I think there were many connections to the old world of Russia, of China, of Africa, and high civilizations like Egypt that were here in this country long ago. But the bottom line that I'm trying to say is technology has been here for quite some time. And I believe technology is the UFO. And there is an alien inhabitant that is looking to fully come out of the closet, meaning come out of the UFO and to live amongst us. This is probably thousands and thousands of years in the making, going back to the Nephilim, the Anunnaki, the Elohim. It's probably going back thousands of years before any written record that we currently have today. The reason why I'm saying this is because this has been the next step of what we would rudimentarily call the evolution of our species, even though evolution doesn't happen the way that most uh, out there would claim it as. Like we come from um, much more elementary and crude forms of intelligence. I don't believe that's true. And if you listen to Greg Braden, the dominant amount of evidence out there says otherwise. But the bottom line is, is it's not that humans would not have figured out how to transform our environment in order to create technologies without some alien force. However, one form of causality does not negate or is not any really different than the other form of causality. 
how it happened converged on what was inevitably going to happen one way or another. And I do believe we are opening up a portal for an alien intelligence here on planet Earth. I know I'm going way out there, but this is actually very factually and very matter-of-factly exactly what I believe. We've opened portals for other intelligences, ones that we come to understand and even see sometimes on DMT and with psychedelics. And psychedelics and technology are also not disconnected. Mind you, the psychedelic hippie capital, Haight-Ashbury, San Francisco area, is now Silicon Valley. And Timothy Leary, towards the end of his life, was talking about technology more than he was talking about psychedelics. There is something that is happening and it's converging on Earth right now. And many people are afraid. We're calling it the transhuman agenda. We're saying, look out for that World Economic Forum. We're saying all these words about the vaccines and about COVID-19 and conspiracy and we need to stand up for our rights. We don't even understand what a human is. Standing up for our rights because it was written on some document the enlightenment has to happen first. The awakening of consciousness needs to happen first. And then we come to realize that the same God or creator that is working through us is calling forth what we asked for when we started building this technology to begin with. So I want to read from you some excerpts from this book. Let's hop right in. The first mile above the Earth is buzzing with 2 million times the amount of electromagnetic radiation of 1900. Elena Freeland also points out what is largely forgotten by single-cause activists, the fact that these energy assaults are synergistic. An added twist is that the manipulation of our physiology, emotions, and thoughts can be performed remotely, said to be already present in our bodies with nanotechnology. And we must consider that the effects of the distorted atmospheric commons operates in synergy with every digital, bio-robotized, and techno-managed software of life injection, biosecurity police states, post-humanity, all under a global singularism. Now there's a chapter in the book called Taking Over the Microcosm Through the Sense Gateways. We can ascribe the sensory degeneration and its intensification over the past century to uglification. The deliberate destruction of humans' natural need for and aspiration to beauty in its many expressions. Drawing heavily from Joseph Farrell's work, she goes on to write, Uglification destroys culture, the high culture of art, and everyday culture of good taste. So she cites Rudolf Steiner often in this book, who said almost a hundred years ago that we are now entering the advent of Araman, an ugly, rigid, cold, and heartless force, and it only gives a faint sense of safety by squeezing down on humanity tightly so we cannot make our own choices. This makes children feel safe when they are swaddled. So the almost overnight explosion of 5G technology, which helps produce a full-spectrum environment for the Internet of Things, all the way from tall towers to bio-nanotech, is not simply an unexpected direction for telecom companies. It's what the UFO and its inhabitants needed to do all along to Earth to make it habitable for the next phase. Again, I'm going to remind you, the UFO is not separate from us. There is no such thing as separation. The more our biology is exposed to environmental stress, 
the more it begins to adapt and mutate to find resonance with the UFO event that is still happening in front of our eyes and has been happening for many thousands of years. Though we still think it's just humans creating toys. It is calling humanity to build these toys so it can get out and roam autonomously on this green earth. Michael Tassarion believes that Sir John Dee, advisor to Queen Elizabeth Tudor, communed with the gods using Enochian magic. Now, this ET intelligence that Sir John Dee got in touch with gave specific instructions on how to prepare the earth. Even though first contact already happened many thousands of years before, it has taken centuries to build their earthly bodies. That's the technology we see outside us today. So the UFO has landed. It's all around us. I am talking to the UFO right now. I'm talking to a piece of it. And the UFO has given us great gifts, and I'll get to that. But the bottom line is, there's a huge debate out there. Will technology ever think? Will it ever be like humans? I think it'll get close because all technology simulates reality. Just like the digital CD as opposed to the record player. Everyone's like, I can't tell the difference. The trained ear can. The trained musician and the trained ear can tell the difference. So there is. It's a simulation. Digital ones and zeros is not the analog thing. However, as I'm going through this, there are a lot of people saying, will robots and the internet ever truly think autonomously from human beings, truly be autonomous, a completely different species from us? What I would say is it's already happening. It's moving in that direction. Whether it'll get there or not really has to do with the great whatever that's also happening. That thing that does not allow me or anyone in the world to truly know how it will turn out. But I will say this, even babies gestating inside the mother, which are claimed to be alive at that point, are having more of their mom's sensorial experiences and mom's thoughts and the effects of those thoughts than that child is probably having itself. So right now we have the social media and we are impregnating the internet with us, so much of us, and it is in this gestation period and I do believe we have already terraformed Earth. I mean, if the UFO needs to get out and it can't breathe, it needs oxygen, but it's not oxygen, it's something else. We've created a full electromagnetic spectrum. 5G helps raise the frequency of that spectrum so it gets a full vitamin base so it can be healthy and live and walk amongst us. So where I'm going with this is most people think it's hopeless. Why not just give up? We've already lost. That's because we think in terms of battle and war. This left-right paradigm that the media also keeps helping feed the story of is this battle between Ahriman, that cl clenching, tightening, rigid force, and then Lucifer, that very expansive, seductive force. Neither which are good or bad. They're simply forces of our reality. We are not going to win. And I know it sounds hopeless to say that. We are not going to win as we enter battle. And most people are at battle. I'm sorry, this book, as much as I love it, is also coming from an essence of battle. We're battling this. Most people that I absolutely adore and the people that I actually research to understand what it is I'm telling you 
are starting to wake up to the fact that we we have the power, but we still talk in terms of, but we must triumph. Why are we using our power to be in battle and war? We do not win when we go to war because we harm other and other is us. There is no separation, but we can't get the language right. This is the annoying part of conspiracy theory is the defeatist mentality that comes from people who want it to get better, but don't realize that we are the answer. It's not about getting other people to do their part. We haven't even done ours. It's about transcending the battle and awakening consciousness and realizing that what is happening right now, we've already said yes to it. We've already said yes to the UFO landing and taking that room back there, right? Oh no, it's not just that room back there. It's already in our house. It's everywhere. The deeper point of this is if you want to truly understand how to use technology and to understand the actual gift of technology as the mirror that it is. The reason why community has always been the number one thing throughout history that has helped us survive is because they mirror us. They show us when we are not on center and when we are not listening to that thing that comes from center. Because when we are not listening, there are signs and the community mirrors that back to us. Hey, you're not living up to the potential that I know inside you and I need you to be there to do that same thing for me. However, where does technology come in? Technology is a sophisticated mirror. This is the gift we are getting back in the interchange for allowing them, it, to terraform Earth. Is saying, mirror us, show us what humanity truly is. Now look at Instagram and Facebook. Now look at everything you will find about humans talking, making videos, making statements, whatever they do. We get to see it in real time. It comes to us in multi-dimensional form. We are looking through the most sophisticated human-wide mirror in real time ever, and it's going farther with the sentient world simulation. Once we get to 6G and all of our digital twins, meaning those avatars, those video game avatars that we will inhabit as we are using the spatial web or the internet 2.0, which basically means it will be in our environment, which it already is. We just haven't given it form. Just like in, on DMT, you don't need exogenous DMT to see these beings. If you're sensitive enough, you can see it. Well, if you're sensitive enough, you can see the invisible rainbow, the frequency spectrum that we have terraformed Earth with, and you can see the beings that are not yet in three-dimensional form walking amongst us already. I'm going to talk about all this a lot deeper on the deeper dive. So go over to benjosephstewart.com, become a member, sign up for some of the higher tiers because by next week we are going to have a film with Charles Eisenstein and then not too long after that with Foster and Kimberly Gamble coming out only for exclusive members of the higher tiers. I really hope you guys appreciated this episode. I've gone on way too long. I love you all. I'll see you over at the deeper dives. Thank you.